Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me today on this chapter day journey. We're in Matthew chapter 7, wrapping up the Sermon on the Mount. And it was verse 14 that resonated this morning. It says, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Today's podcast is entitled Simple Difference. Jesus' greatest human enemy was organized institutional religion. Now, Rome may have ultimately carried out the execution, but when you study Jesus' story, it is abundantly clear that the conspiracy to get rid of Jesus begins with religious authorities. Early in my journey as a follower of Jesus, I observed the stark difference between being a follower of Jesus and being a member of one of the human institutions that globally operate in and around his name. Because of this, I have made the personal choice to avoid getting involved in said institutions, organizations, and denominations. My journey has led me to worship in and serve among local gatherings of Jesus followers from a really broad range of institutional slash denominational persuasions. In literally every denomination in which I have been involved, there were human denominational authorities who lived hundreds, thousands of miles away from the local church. And these authorities were ignorant and out of touch with the local believers. In many cases, the leaders of the institution were academic professional administrators whose personal beliefs were opposite of the grassroots people over whom they claimed authority. I also observed individuals who care more about denominational legalities than being a follower of Jesus. At least three times in my life journey, I was hired by a local church to serve in a pastoral capacity only to have a well-meaning legalist within the church blow a gasket a year or so later when it, re- when it was realized that I didn't actually jump through the hoops to officially become a member of the church who hired me to lead them. In one case, a congregational meeting had to be called for me to request that the church I was leading accept me as a member, and that I had to put it to congregational vote as to whether they would accept me as their member, the pastor who they hired to lead them. I'm glad to say I passed the vote. What a waste of time. Now, I realize that I'm a little bit on a rant here, but as I read Jesus' teaching in today's chapter, I find Jesus on a very similar rant. First, he speaks of those who hypocritically judge others. He then cuts through all the religious red tape of his own religion, and he sums up all of the law of Moses and all the teaching of the prophets with one simple golden rule. Do to others what you would have them do to you. Next, Jesus makes the rather audacious statement that I read at the top of today's podcast. The gate that leads to life is small, and the road that leads to life is narrow. And Jesus said few people 
find it. Now, every time I read this statement, I ponder the possibility that one can be a member of a church, member of a denomination, member of a human Christian religion organization, and completely miss the gate and the road that Jesus said leads to life. I then wonder, how many of the millions of church members around the globe will never find the gate? Jesus then warns his followers regarding false prophets who have all the trappings of being good religious people, but who have completely self-seeking motives. He tells his followers to be wise and discerning. He asks them, what kind of spiritual fruit do these people's lives produce? Elsewhere, Jesus will teach that what's inside a person is eventually going to come out. And he wraps up his message on the hill by creating a contrast between those who he calls true followers, true disciples, and those who are false followers, false disciples. And what's the simple difference? True followers put his teaching into practice in their everyday lives. The false followers, well, they call him Lord, they go to church, they do their religious duties, they hear his words, and then they leave church and live however they wish. In a bit of synchronicity, I left this morning's podcast half finished in order to go downstairs and have breakfast with Wendy. And she happened to read me this devotional thought from Richard Rohr. Quote, we have often substituted being literal with being serious, and they are not the same when it comes to scripture. Literalism is the lowest and least level of meaning in a spiritual text. Willful people use scripture literally when it serves their purposes, and they use it figuratively when it gets in the way of their cultural biases. Willing people let the scriptures change them instead of using them to change others, end quote. I like that. In the quiet this morning, I find myself taking a good, hard look at my own spiritual journey and my own heart and life. I, personally, have willfully chosen to avoid entanglements in human religious institutions and have purposed to willingly allow Jesus' teaching to continually change the way I think, the way I speak, the way I act, the way I relate to others in my own circles of influence. Now, I'm definitely not perfect, and I have no justification for judging others no matter what I might observe in them. My sole responsibility as a follower of Jesus is to hear his words and put them into practice. God, <laughs> help me do this again on this day. Thanks in advance for your forgiveness, and may I equally be forgiving of those who offend me, just as you asked me to do. Have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.